Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 203. Today, I'm talking about how to best prepare for a panel interview. So if you're on the job hunt right now, you'll definitely want to stick around to hear some top tips to make sure you're feeling fully prepared for a panel interview. If you are a job seeker right now, also, you'll want to check out Hired a job search accelerator that I am so excited to launch really soon. Enrollment is open now for job seekers who want to join me for an intensive three-month job search accelerator, which includes weekly video lessons, small assignments that all provide personalized feedback on, and weekly group accountability calls to keep your motivation going strong throughout what can be kind of a long, challenging, and emotionally vulnerable process when it comes to landing the job of your dreams. You can opt either for the Hired Basic program, which includes everything I just mentioned, or Hired Premier, which also includes a monthly one-on-one deep dive strategy call with yours truly. Head to bossedup.org slash get hired to learn more. Now, today's episode was inspired by a great question we had in the Bossed Up Courage community from Rachel, who says, hey, bosses, do you have any tips for a panel interview? I landed an in-person interview next week, and it's a panel interview with nine people at a university research center. The sheer number of people has me intimidated. Rachel, I feel for you, boss. This is... (laughs) That's a daunting number of people to ever have a meeting with, much less a interview with. And it can feel like a firing squad when you are sitting before a panel of judges. It's kind of like American Idol on steroids. So I've put together a couple top tips to help you prepare and help anyone else who is gearing up for one of these panel-style interviews. Now, first, it's important to differentiate a panel interview from a group interview, Group interviews, of course, are when you are brought in for a very long, often very long interview with a bunch of other candidates who are all vying for the same job and you're interviewed all at the same time. That's a different challenge for a different podcast for a different day. A panel interview is when you are just brought in as the only job seeker, the only candidate, one at a time, but you are sitting before a collective group of people. This is often done When employers and organizations want to make decisions through consensus building, through committee-based decision-making, and there's multiple stakeholders involved who might be working with this candidate and therefore, you know, want to get more people's eyes on the candidate. I'll admit I do this a lot at Bossed Up. Uh, Ellie and I like to interview folks together because we are a small company (laughs) and uh, whenever we're bringing someone on as a contractor or outside consultant or intern I love to get a second opinion in the form of, you know, other folks who are on the inside of Bossed Up weighing in on those decisions too. So there's good reason behind why these are often done, but that doesn't make it any easier if you are the one being interviewed. So let's talk through, have five quick tips here for you to consider to really practice 
preparing for a panel interview. First, you'll want to be very mindful of your body language. Body language tells a big part of the story, and it can really influence the impression that all these people are going to get from you throughout the course of your conversation. You'll always want to maintain an open body position, meaning power poses. Think my shoulders are not closing in on me. I'm sitting up straighter as I'm recording this, right? You want to stay tall, stay open, make sure your back is never turned to anyone in the room. And the most important thing that really helps with panel interviews is eye contact. I feel like I talk about eye contact a lot lately on the podcast, but I'll at the risk of repeating myself, um, I, I do want to say that with eye contact, you really want to dole it out evenly. So if person number one is the person who's asking you the question, start by looking at them as you answer, and then travel with your eye contact across the entire room, across the whole panel, across the whole table. Nod to make sure you're connecting with everyone, right? Show nonverbal cues that you're listening and make sure you're really presenting your answer, not only to the person who asked it, but to other folks as well. Nodding can go a really long way also in just building rapport and connection with other people in the conversation. So it kind of makes them want to nod back to you and show that they're listening too, and making strong eye contact with everyone during a panel interview can go a very long way in ensuring that you're coming across as confident and calm. The second thing to keep in mind is really knowing people's names. This can be challenging when you've got nine people to figure out. But when possible, start by getting a sense from your contact there who will be sitting in on this interview. You can ask explicitly. It's not at all outside of the purview of what you can ask for. Get a heads up, if you can, of who will be in the interview. Stalk them on LinkedIn. Do a little online snooping. Maybe even connect with them via LinkedIn, if possible. And really try to memorize faces to names. Now, if you're anxious about that, because I am, I'm not great with names at all, bring a notebook, a, a clean, nice-looking notebook or notepad with you in the interview. And when folks sit down and introduce themselves, write their names at the top of your page in the order that they are sitting in front of you. That way you can glance down and refresh your memory if you need to. And just showing that you know their names by using it can go a long way too. So let's say Sarah asks a great question. You might say, Sarah, that's a really great question. And actually, Paul, this might relate to your area of study in particular. I'd love to hear your take on this too, but here's my take. You know, kind of calling them out by their name can show that you're you're doling out the, not the information, but the, the attention equally amongst different parties and amongst different people. And honestly, when people hear their own name, they feel catered to and they feel included. And it's a very powerful way to build rapport. Speaking of that notebook that you might bring with you, I'm a big fan of this concept because it can also help you ask powerful questions. That's my tip number three here. You want to really make good use of the fact that you have a small focus group in front of you. You basically have a, a not so representative, but a sample of the people you'll be working with. So think like a researcher, right? You want to take advantage of that little focus group in front of you by asking them questions 
that you want multiple people's input on. So ask about the culture of the office. Ask about how your position will interface with theirs. Ask about their philosophies behind the work that they do. Asking really powerful questions in a panel interview is really important because folks are there to contribute, not just to ask questions of you. So you want to make sure that they feel like they're not wasting their time and give them meaningful questions to answer so that you can get more insight into the company you might be working for and into the people you might be working with. If you want to write down your questions ahead of time to show that you're prepared, that's great. Bring them written down in your notebook. That's totally fine. And you can even say, you know, I've, I've taken some time to write out a few questions that I want to refer to. So I'm going to just keep this notebook. I, I'm a note taker. That's all fine and dandy. You don't need to go from memory. That's not necessary by any means. Just make sure your notebook looks neat <laughs> and doesn't look messy. And you're not, you know, scribbling on 17 different pages and then flipping back and forth loudly between multiple pages, if possible. Tip number four is slightly related to how you might prepare and what you might bring with you. You're going to want to have enough copies of your resume on hand to hand out to everyone in the panel interview. Imagine this scenario, right? This is totally common. I've seen this happen before. You walk into the interview. The person who organized it is trying to corral eight other people <laughs> to get them in to this panel interview. Half of them are running late. No one has had a chance to look at your resume yet. They're coming to this interview basically unprepared. And the person who put the whole meeting together assumes that they read your resume online. Meanwhile, half of them are trying to pull it up on their phones and look at it on their laptops kind of, you know, without being obvious about it. And no one there knows who the hell you are. That is an unfortunately common situation that we want to help avoid. The best way to do it is to come prepared. I almost think of uh, Elle Woods <laughs> from Legally Blonde in that scene where she, right when her professor asked for her resume, of course she had a copy on hand, and yes, it was pink, and yes, it was scented. And when she busted it out, immediately upon, uh, upon being asked, you know, he smelled it and said, is this scented? And she goes, yeah, I think it adds a little special something in the perfect delivery that only Reese Witherspoon could do. But you want to you want to be prepared like Elle Woods. You want to have copies of your resume on hand. And it should match the exact one that you emailed for this job to begin with or that you submitted to land this interview to begin with. Bring enough copies for everyone so that if everyone's being disorganized or if, God forbid, they didn't get the memo previously and they can't track it down, Everyone feels prepared, not because of their own work, but because of your work. So make it easy, make it seamless, bring enough resumes for everyone and offer them at the outset. Say, would anyone like a copy of my resume? And go ahead and hand them out. It is always seen as a boss move to come prepared in that way. And it really just shows that you're being conscientious of others. You're being considerate, you're being organized, and you're, you're helping them help you, which is a great tone to set at the start of any interview. My last top tip for preparing for a panel interview is to make sure you close any panel interview with clarity on next steps. And this is really true for any interview, but when it comes to a panel interview, you especially want to know who specifically should I follow up with or who specifically should I await to hear from? That way you know you're not like sending nine different follow-up emails the next day. You might not want to CC everyone if there's just one main point of contact for you to stay in touch with. 
know who that person is, ask who that person is, and leave that panel interview knowing who your point of contact is. It can really help make your follow-up game seamless and simple. Now, if you're anxious about how you're going to perform amongst a panel of judges, the last thing I'll say here is role play. I'm a big believer in role playing uh, as it comes to negotiation preparation, which I talk a lot about in our negotiation online workshop, or when it comes to just preparing for any interview, you want to talk it out. You're not practicing until you're practicing out loud. So what does this mean for a panel interview? Invite four or five girlfriends over for cocktails on a Wednesday night. Ask them to pretend to be your panel of judges. Set them up. Give them the basic context of what the position's all about, who they're playing, and go ahead and role play. If you can corral your friends into serving in that capacity for you, A, you've got some great friends there, and B, it is so worth the effort and worth the energy of preparing in that fashion. All the candidates that you're seeing on debate stages this time of year are doing the same exact thing. Debate prep is role-playing, so put yourself in as much of the environment as you can to prepare in advance and I always say practice like you want to play. Practice like it's game day. And that will set you up for success. Rachel, I hope this helps answer your question. Thanks so much for raising it in the Courage community. I'd love to hear from you, boss, if you put these skills to use in your life as you prepare for interviews and, and really taking your job search skills to the next level. Weigh in on social media by tagging me at Emily Aries or Boss.org or chime in in the Courage community to share with us your experience if these tips work for you or what would you add to the list when it comes to preparing for panel interviews. I'm so excited to be working in a deeper way with job seekers this year through Hired, our new job search accelerator, which kicks off later this month and is really coming up quite soon. So enrollment closes very soon. So if you're interested in learning more, head to bossstep.org slash get hired and let's get you hired, boss. Thanks as always for listening. Keep Boston in pursuit of your purpose and together let's lift as we climb. 